welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up with some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I missed all the music. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Hi, Allison. <laughs> Are you ready for this week? I am. I always have fun with you. <laughs> so uh, my tangentially related to music question okay. for this week is what gives you the creeps? Oh, Oh, <laughs> spiders. Oh, really? I hate spiders. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, so small of a spider that you can see under a microscope, but I hate them. Like, I will scream bloody murder, and I fear I'm giving this fear to my daughter because she now does not like sp- spiders either. Hmm. And I'm to a point where I don't like spiders so much that if there is a real-life kind of picture of a spider on a book page... I've got to quickly turn the page. Like, I can't even look at them. And, yeah, if I find one in my house, I do actually think about burning them down. Okay. The so you're really anti-spider. Spider. Okay. Now, I can take mice. I can take reptiles. I'm not the biggest fan of reptiles, but spiders. That's my thing. Okay. Well, there are no spiders in this band, so. Thank you. I was about to say, I was like, um, yeah, we're not going to have a good week and I'm going to think I'm going to skip this week because of how much I fear spiders. I only asked what gives you the creeps. I'm starting to shiver Don't, right now. Don't, stop thinking about spiders. I'm starting to I shiver. Asked you, I asked you what gives you the creeps because they have a song called Creep. Ah, I have no idea who this band is. Okay, good. So that because, didn't give it away. Yeah, because I won't lie to you. Last week, I did guess. <laughs> right. This week, no, 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 no. Well, I had a feeling like you wouldn't been, have been able to guess, <laughs> even if I told you 10 of their songs. But. Interesting. Let's find out. Are you ready for the big reveal? I am ready. Let's do it. Drum roll. Radiohead. Oh, I had an ex-boyfriend that liked this group. Oh, that's not a good sign. No, it's not. <laughs> and obviously I'm not a big fan of my ex-boyfriend. Right. And I think he tried to get me to listen to him, but I don't know if I ever did. Well, but he's not as cool as I am. Okay, so that's true. Let's Very true. ignore him. Yes, ignore him. The fact ignore that... the spiders. Ignore <laughs> the ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, and focus on the fact that I am now going to be introducing yes. you to Radiohead. So... It's possible that you've had some exposure. Uh, creeps? Yeah. Just creep. Oh, it's just creep. Yeah. It's not creeps. No. Okay. So that's a valid guess. But I do- <laughs> <laughs> can you name any other songs by Radiohead? Or do you know anything about Radiohead? Does an image come into your mind? My ex-boyfriend and spiders. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I will... I will uh, List some songs that are some of the more popular hits Okay. from Radiohead, and you can tell me if maybe this sounds familiar to you. Um, High and Dry. Pass. Paranoid Android. Pass. Isn't that a cool name, though? That is a cool name, though. <laughs> uh, Karma Police. Pass. Another cool name, though. Everything in its right place. Ooh, I like that song. But I don't know any of no, that wait. song. I just like the lyric. I just like the title the t- of it. Oh, okay. I, I was do- like, no. Wait a second. I like everything in its own place and be yeah. organized and things like that. But yeah, I had never heard that song. Okay. But I think that's going to be my favorite song. <laughs> we will see. Fake plastic trees. Fake pa- like in Dr. Seuss. It's just the name of the song. Fake okay. plastic trees. Okay. Pass. Yeah, I'm assuming this is all a pass. 
Um, where I end and you begin. That's a nice song. I that have you've never, never heard. heard before. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen. Um, am I going to like this week? I don't know. Well, I'm just but so... before we find out, I need you to rate your current knowledge of the band Radiohead. <laughs> One being that you didn't know they were a band and okay. or anything, and ten being they're your favorite. So, I think they're rock and roll. Well, I think they're just rock. Okay. I think they're male singers. Okay. Male band members. No female band member. Um, I think they're from America. Okay. I think they're <laughs> These from are the, all guesses. Yeah, I think they're from the West Coast. Am I even close to being right? We'll find out after the break. So because of that, I think I'm going to say one. Well, you did know they were a band. Yes. So I did know it's not a true band. one. Yeah, it's maybe a 0. 0.5. All right. 1.5 for your current knowledge of Radiohead. No, 0. 0.5. Oh. <laughs> I'm going a little bit lower than Okay. One. <laughs> okay. So um, you will have some homework yes. this week. Why don't you share about it? So, Allison has created about one hour to maybe one hour and 20 minutes worth Not that long. <laughs> of music <laughs> on our Spotify account. So, feel free to follow with me and mm-hmm. listen with me. Um, At by Spotify, colon, colon user, user, colon, colon music, music she missed. <laughs> Please follow it so you don't have to hear us tell you every time. Yes. What it is. Um, and then um, I listen to it for about an hour and 20 minutes per day. For about seven days. And then after the seven days, we get to come back and you get to listen to part two. Mm -hmm. Though it's been one week for me, it's just going to be a few seconds for you all. Yeah. And we have a very special announcement before we go to break. After the break, we are going to have joining us a special guest host. I hope it's not my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. It's not. (laughs) It's actually my husband's priest. Really? Yes. That's kind of (laughs) cool. So, um... Father Fodius will be joining us just after the break because he loves this band and he's very excited to talk with you about them. Cool. Well, bring them on. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to this week and listening to Radiohead and not thinking about my ex-boyfriend and not thinking about spiders. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) See you after the break. Sounds good. Welcome back. Rachel, you spent the last week listening to Radiohead, and joining us here in our studio is uh, Father Vodius. Hi, Father. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, I, I think this is wonderful. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you think it's wonderful. Well, we would like to just jump right in, talking about Radiohead. Rachel, one of your biggest questions that you sent me as you were listening to the playlist throughout the week uh-huh. was... I think why this group, why is this your thing? Is this <laughs> really a big, big love or semi-love? Or sure. wh- where's your love passion on it? Yes. Well, <laughs> um, speaking for myself, uh, I, I would say Radiohead are um, you know, among my favorite of musical acts um, and you know, quite dear to me, um, quite pivotal uh, as far as my love for music is concerned so they're definitely high up on the list it's it's not like you know oh yeah I heard that and I liked Uh, that I I have I have all the records right and you got into them really young I did I did um um, like what's young like 
Four? Four? Oh, no, no, no. They, they no, weren't no. around when we were. Well, yeah, I don't no, know. No, no, no. You too uh, was around uh, when, when I was four. Um, Radiohead comes out with their first single, Creep, whenever I was in the eighth grade. And so that was the, the first time I heard them. Oh, I was still listening to, like, Disney princess songs. There, there, there's, there's, there's no shame in that, honestly. I was only listening to the Beatles in eighth grade. God bless you for that. God reward you. He has so far. Um, but the band, you know, historically, right, they actually formed in the 80s as, oh. like, high mm-hmm. schoolers. Yeah. They were in high school. Yeah. Yes. So the first song that I heard, they were in high school when they recorded that? No. no. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was simultaneously. <laughs> that was a definite no. <laughs> okay. They played together for years before they had a recording contract, before they oh. released a single. It took a while for them to get a record deal. and. What's a while? Um, well, they, they start up uh, in the, in the late eighties, mm-hmm. um, between 87 and 88 mm-hmm. and they really, and they don't have a record contract until roughly 1993. So that Good is a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're, um, I'm sure you know this father that their original name was not Radiohead. Yes. Really? I'm what sure. was that? I, 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 uh, actually, I forgot what the original name was. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I spent all week like reading bio. Big, big, big fan that I am. I, I didn't know what the original name well, was. It was on. Was... It was called On a Friday because it was Fridays when they would meet in their school to practice. Oh, and the label okay. was like, that's not a good name. So yeah. <laughs> they made them change it. Cool. Radiohead. Mm-hmm. So where did they get the name Radiohead? They just like the radio and they have heads or... Well, uh, they have to have heads. From <laughs> a Talking Heads song. Mm-hmm. Oh, Talking da- Heads. David Byrne and the Wait, Talking Heads. Talking Heads is a group? Yes. yes. Okay, I didn't know. An <laughs> 80s new wave group, um, David Byrne, uh, big influence uh, for them. Yeah, and, um, so, I don't yeah. know who they were. It's okay. That's okay. Well, it's okay. So let's talk about, there's there's five guys in Radiohead. So they're all guys. There were yes. no ladies. I was right on that. <laughs> Very good. But they're not from America or the West Coast. Oh, I apologize uh, for my phone going off. You I'm, are I'm, forgiven, Father. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's, uh, that, that's, that's very kind of you. I, I apologize. That was rather churlish of me to not, not mute my phone. Uh, no, uh, Radiohead is actually from the UK. Yeah. So. Really? I could not catch their British accent. It's because it's a lot of really Mm-mm. vague syllables that are hard to understand. I don't know if... I Tom cannot. York's vocal style is altogether unique. Let's, and so Tom York is the, the singer. Yeah. yeah. And he's the only singer? Yes. Because I was trying to, he's when I was listening, yeah. I couldn't hear another singer in it. Okay, so it's only Tom. Yeah. Right. Okay. Two of the other members are brothers, Johnny and Colin Greenwood. That's nice, brothers mm-hmm. and friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then the other two members are Ed O'Brien and Phil Solway. Okay, and they're just friends. Yes, from all from school or or mm-hmm. or right thereabouts. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so can you help me out on the genre part? Sure. What do you mean by that, Rachel? Like, are they <laughs> grunge? Are they rock and roll? Are they pop? No, they're not pop. They're not country. <laughs> well, well. Uh, At least I'm working on it, that. It, it's um, that, that that that's a very good question. When they first make their appearance, uh, as far as you know, top forty radio is concerned, um, uh, the single "Creep" 
uh, appears against the backdrop of Nirvana, you know, Nirvana um, you, you know, uh, Sponge, oh, Alice in Chains. So the grunge thing is really big. And, um, and in so many ways, uh, that first single kind of blends in with all of that. Right. If, if they had not evolved as musicians, it could have stayed like a one-hit wonder. It could have yeah. just been one of a myriad of early 90s grungy, angsty yeah. rock. So yeah. the Creed so- Creep, Creep yes. song mm-hmm. is categorized as grunge, but their other songs are not categorized as grunge? No. <laughs> Definitely no. not. Definitely not. The album that Creep comes from, Pablo Honey, um, is a good record. Um, and, and I have... Uh, friends who are Radiohead fans who will challenge me with that. And say, I think some of the members of Radiohead might challenge Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Even they, well, I mean, Radiohead, they refuse to play the song Creep, you know, to this day. Right. Uh, the, the, they, That's the one that they got top 40, though. Well, yeah. and the one that they're probably most famous for, even still. Yeah. And they, and, don't and, play. and huh. they kind of resent that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, after that particular album, um, in 95, they come out with The Bends which takes this hard right turn into something altogether different. Um, you know, it's still get- very guitar-oriented, you know, but it-, it no longer has the characteristic, you know, hard rock or, you know, grunge sound. The musicality is more complex. And that's the acoustic stuff. And it's it's where High and Dry, <gasps> that song is on. Yes, yes. I like that it's song. It's more sophisticated. Far more sophisticated. I like that song. Yes. Do we want to talk about Yes, that song? I want to yes. talk We're about talking that about song. the Vents. I'm Absolutely. happy with that song. So what made you, because, you know, like we were talking about genres, there's a lot of different songs on here of many different styles. What made you choose High and Dry as the one that stood out to you as your favorite? I like it because the acoustic, um, I'm a big fan of just a, acoustic guitar unplugged instead of the whole wailing part that I kind of got from oh what was that one song that I just yes had that ending of the wailing well they're on the same album they are on the same album yes that's right I saw that (laughs) it talks talking about the diversity of sound for Radiohead so yes they're on the same record I just like the high and dry of the lyrics I liked how they delivered it Mm -hmm. I thought not only I saw that there was thought process in the delivery. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was very um, artistic. I thought that was very um, genius of them. Yeah. That was why I liked that song. And then also I like their lyrics. I like what the meaning of that song oh, was. Oh, yes. Well, what, what do you think the meaning... So, Father Fox, before being a priest, was an English teacher, right? Oh, so he's yes. all about <laughs> analyzing <laughs> these yes. lyrics. Literature. So let's, let's discuss these lyrics what do they mean to you for me i think the artist is talking about how he longs for commitment he longs for someone to follow through and when you don't follow through you kind of leave him hanging you leave him high and dry you leave him in a place Mm -hmm. where it's not edifying for himself it's not edifying for maybe other people around him and so he's like you know what if you're going to leave me high and dry, then these are the consequences in our mm. um, friendship, our relationship of what if it was. And so mm. my question for you that I couldn't figure out in the lyrics, is it a romantic song to kind of like challenge ah. that, um, you know, romantic interests? Uh-huh. Or is it more of a challenge and, hey, if you want to be bro friends with me, uh-huh. you got to follow through. Or- no, that's, that, that's a great question. Uh, the the song in in so many ways I perceive as being introspective. 
um, uh, Tom York said that when writing the song, <clears throat> he wanted it to be kind of like a uh, an old Rod Stewart song. Um, Who's Rod Stewart? It's that. That's okay. <laughs> Again, uh, 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 UK <laughs> pop star um, okay. uh, from the 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 sixties and seventies and eighties and Still. Uh, um, it's, it, it's, it, it's okay. Um, uh, he's sang with uh, a group called the Faces. Um, uh, well, a, a, a another lot of, episode. That that's another episode. <laughs> um, a, a lot of um, a, a lot of Rod Stewart's uh, subject matter, you know, kind of deals with you know youth and rambunctiousness and oh, okay. and things like that. And and I think what we have here in High and Dry is kind of you know the regrets of maturity. You know, ah. the, the you know the you know the dreams and rambunctiousness of youth. You know, uh, you know, kind of, you know, bleeding over into maturity, and you know, um, those kinds of mistakes prompting um, relationship difficulties. So, are okay. you saying when he says, um, for example, in the first verse, I bet you think that's pretty clever, don't you, boy? Is he almost talking to himself? Yes, like I, a like would, a child, like a younger, yes. yeah. immature version. I would, yeah. I, I, I would say absolutely that's okay. the case. And yeah. so, in his lyrics, he's talking to the masses, not to one individual relationship or romantic relationship well I, I, it's it's a conversation i really believe he's having with himself mm. um and, and and we're supposed to look into that conversation and get edified from that yes yes cool okay well that really makes me like the song a little bit more honestly oh, yeah. Yeah. um makes me want to go back and listen to it so i want to be honest i didn't watch the music video of that song that's okay so my question to you is what do you think about the music video and would you kind of give me a "Ooh, i liked it i didn't like it i i love the music video but i have a tendency to like most of their music videos oh uh, well they're, yeah you are a fan they're, of they're, they're, yeah they're they're artfully done um uh, you know and um the as far as relationship to the subject matter i don't know that the the video does a one-to-one -one correlation with that. Um, I, I think more than anything, it kind of preserves some of the emotional content okay. uh, of uh, of the song overall, but it, it's a good video. Huh. So uh, we should leave the bends behind because what I'm itching to get to is my uh, favorite album. And mine. <laughs> Probably most Radiohead fans, yes. I would say, yes. okay. uh, is OK Computer. When I first made this playlist for you, it was pretty much like Creep and then all of OK Computer. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember see seeing the playlist. It, it was like, it, it was really heavy on the OK Computer. So. Because, because to me, that album is, um, is just really timeless. Okay. Yeah. Um, but since Father helped me get the playlist a little bit more um, spanning their full career. Full career, yeah. So... Um, OK Computer, which came out in 1997, is what brought them to international fame. So, uh. because America was pretty much ignoring Radiohead mm -hmm. up, up until this so point. So they were, they were just in the UK. Okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's more avant-garde, it's more electronic, but it was also um, highly critically acclaimed, and it did win the Grammy for Best Alternative Music Album that year, <clears throat> and was nominated for Best Album. And it remains on many people's like best albums ever list. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you're making a face like you do not understand why, or you d you are like dubious. Uh, well, I think 
one of the things that I'm really finding in myself as we're continuing to do Music She Missed mm-hmm. podcast, I'm really trying to find out what is my likes and dislikes and where mm-hmm. um, I'm okay with not listening to the top 40 and not letting mm-hmm. the radio head sure. <laughs> kind of dictate, oh, Rachel, you're supposed to like this. Oh, yeah. Rachel, you're supposed to I'm like that. I'm not saying you have to. But yeah. And so after listening to Radiohead and specifically this album, you know, certain songs from this album, High and Dry was really my only song from Radiohead that I overall loved. Now, there's okay. some other songs from Radiohead that I was like, huh, I like this part of the song, but didn't like this part and of I the song. And I feel that that happened to you a lot on OK Computer because the songs are longer and they mm. have several different like segments. Yes. Yeah. And, and I didn't like that. The, right, the, <laughs> the, the composition style for OK Computer is markedly different. Right. Mm. I was hoping, Father, you could talk a little bit more about what makes OK Computer different musically. Um, musically, OK Computer stands head and shoulders above, um, you know, their previous work, Pablo Honey and The Bends. Um, it, it's just the, the sonic landscapes that are created in OK Computer, um, you know, really, um, there, nothing like it had been done either, you know, I would say by them or indeed anyone else right. musically. Really? You know, yeah. Anyone um, else? Anyone else. A big that, statement. That, that, um, there have been comparisons drawn to huh. Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. Um, I, I, I remember... So she, we haven't done Pink Floyd yet. So oh, okay. Know. All right. Never, never I mind. know who Diana Ross is and I know Diana Ross <laughs> well, she is not for Pink Floyd. Radiohead. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, yeah. No, um, uh, but uh, the, the, you know, the, the comparisons have been drawn to... Um, um, uh, Pink Floyd. I, I remember. I think Bono said, "You know, um, uh, Radiohead are uh, the Pink Floyd of the '90s." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to which I opined, "No, Pink Floyd are the Pink Floyd of the '90s. Radiohead is Radiohead." And and so, you know, that that's just you know me. Um, <laughs> but but um uh, but but just sonically, um, it, it achieves you know new levels. Um, it's far more complex. Mm. Um, it's far more textured. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has... That's a good word, textured. It, has, it has warmth in places, and it has coldness in places. Mm-hmm. And you are meant to feel that warmth and that coldness, you know, as you, you know, experience the songs. Those sounds contribute, you know, that uh, they, they interweave with the lyrical content, right. you know, and, you know, create something just, you know, truly um, unique. And the album yeah. itself is meant to be heard as a whole. I mean, it's a conceptual yes, album. That's it's like one of those Beatles albums where you have to really listen yes. to the whole album yes. to really grasp. Yeah. And the Beatles are one of many, many bands that influenced um, Radiohead, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. So, um... I, that's why I think when I tried to make the playlist and I put so much of OK Computer on it is because I was like, well, you can't, you have to listen to all of these different mm. songs to appreciate. I can understand I, I kind of want to go back and give it another try. How did you feel about Paranoid Android? Just out of curiosity. Actually, so I was questioning if I was going to put that in the like pile. Or it, the dislike pile? Um, it took me about three or four days to figure out is it staying in the like pile, but I actually took it off. Okay. Because I discovered I only like the beginning. And the beginning part of that specific song was, mm. yes, I started off really great. I'm really digging this tune. I'm digging the lyrics. I'm digging their delivery, their texture, good term. Mm-hmm. But 
by the end, I was like, not wanting to push skip or anything like that, but I was like, hmm, I wasn't there. Interestingly enough, that song was composed from parts of three separate songs that they wrote and they decided ultimately to weave them together so the various movements in them oh well that's gosh. actually that, that makes that, so much sense yeah that, that's actually you know, well okay that you, does know, make you, sense. You, you know um you, you know the the middle sort of rock part you, you know with the electric guitar mm -hmm. um and you know the drums really coming in um that was actually originally written as a separate song you know, uh, and then the end uh, part, which is quite slow and, you know, quite morose, um, uh, you, you know. But I like that part. I like the part I where, do it's, too. Like, oh, I where do it's going too. down in half steps. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That yeah. little no, thing. No, for me, that makes it. <laughs> That's you know, my favorite you know, part, too. So, high five. Yeah. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Any other comments on that, Rachel? Karma Police, mm -hmm. fake um, plastic trees are from that album, correct? Fake plastic trees is from the Benz. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but Karma Police is. Yes. Okay. And No Surprises. Yes. Okay. I was curious what you thought about No Surprises. Uh... Are you having difficulty remembering that one? Yeah. It's It almost sounds like a lullaby in terms of its little yeah. lilting, like, it's yeah. like, what, like a chime? What is that little? Uh, or is yeah, it just it, a guitar that they've really... Um, uh, no, it, the, the, um, um, the opening part is actually a guitar on, on a clean and bright channel. Okay. Um, um, but there are um, um, glockenspiel um, oh, is that uh, what uh, it is? Uh, uh, put, put in there with it, but it, it does have a lullaby quality to it. Right. You know, the opening line, you know, a, a heart that's full of like a landfill, a job yeah. that slowly kills you. So you know? <laughs> what's so funny about that song, so Rachel knows that I don't really listen to lyrics of songs. Well, oh, okay. I'm more into the She lyrics. is very I into the lyrics. I, I, I'm into lyrics, and, uh, but I'm yeah. also into the music. Well, so yeah. I listened to No Surprises like a million times before somebody was like, you know that song's really depressing, right? And it I is, was like, it, it is. oh. <laughs> the, it is. So yeah. I was curious if you had looked into that one. So not specifically that okay. one. Um, sorry. Um, okay. I guess it's just no about surprises. you know boring suburban life and wanting to kill yourself. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I but, guess I like yeah. the music part, but I didn't look into the lyrics for that one. Okay. So, but I do want to talk about Karma Police. Oh, let's 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 talk about that one. So the ending. Help me out on that one. All right. Um, it's not that I didn't like the beginning but i mm. really didn't like the ending interesting tell me why you like the ending because maybe i will maybe switch it a little bit for our audience we're talking about the part where it almost sounds like like radio waves or something yeah. or it's like um, oh yeah 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 uh uh for a minute um i lost myself and then we get lost, you, you know, um, in those sort of AM sounding radio yes. waves, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're meant to experience that as well. You're supposed I'm to feeling lost. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, you're, 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 you're supposed to, uh, you're supposed to feel overwhelmed and it, it, the, with, with, <laughs> with the song, you know, whereas you started up, upright, yeah. you, you're meant, you're meant to be on your side. You're supposed to be knocked over by the end of. Do you think that why do they want to do that to their listeners? Do you think that there's like a um a thing about karma in that? Like he's saying like and this is like this is what you get. Like you have to listen to this. Like it's certainly possible. Atonal weird. Yeah, yeah. Tom York, you know, um, also has a habit of you know being tongue in cheek. 
Um, and, uh, and, you know, there, there are times when, you know, he just kind of, he likes the sound mm -hmm. of a certain phrase um and you know how it works or, or whatever so so I, I i don't read too much into that one particularly i i think um there's a good deal of kind of fun with language going on uh oh. not not dissimilar to you know bob dylan with mm -hmm. highway 61 revisited where don't know bob dylan. it's okay it's okay <laughs> um, uh, uh, you met him <laughs> oh yeah but you don't know well, any you of his met music. him well, well, we should totally save this for another episode, oh my but gosh. it is distressing. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> just a I'm, person. I hear All this. of these are just people. They are? Just, you know. They are. Award-winning Nobel, Nobel Prize, Prize winner. People. You know. You know. Oh. Uh, yeah, but, but, uh, but, but yeah, no, but there's some playfulness going on yeah. in Karma Police, uh, lyrically, and, um, and, you know, we're supposed to engage in that, but we're also supposed to be knocked over at the end. So, you know. so OK Computer is really important in this like new shift, right? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. and, and this is 97? Yes. Yeah. 97, OK. So, but they have lots more albums because they have nine albums. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, we're going to kind of like flip through some of them so we can get to yeah. another big point. Very good. Um, in 2000, um, Kid A, which oh. was not very commercial. It was the first Radiohead album that I owned. Okay. Because I was in high school at the time. So that sure. was the right time to get a Radiohead album. But I had a really... I liked a couple of the songs on it, which are pretty much the same ones that are on the playlist and that of course you liked. Yes, um, that I loved. Yes, but the um, not a very commercial album. Is some some of Radiohead to me is not always accessible. Huh? It's not. Um, but but I. I but they're know. all on Spotify. They are. They, yes. they are. I mean, accessible, like emotionally. Or like uh, emo music. Emotionally. Well, I'm just like, so <laughs> you know, what do you have to do to find this? <laughs> These songs to put yeah, in these playlists. Yeah. No, I just mean listening to them and gotcha. not being yeah. able to connect with them necessarily. I remember kind of uh, scratching my head the first time I put Kid A yeah. in because I was expecting them to kind of ride on the momentum of OK Computer and, 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 you know, kind of, you know, continue in that direction. I was all, you know, stoked and ready for that. And I put mm -hmm. in Kid A and I'm hearing, you know, these weird kind of analog synthesizer based songs. Electronic. Yeah. And I'm just like, where are the guitars? So yeah. let me ask about that. The synthesizers, the yeah. guitars and stuff like that. So we talked about a couple bands yeah. before and how they would do a lot of their magic mm -hmm. in the recording studio area. Mm -hmm. yes. Now, are, did they do their magic in the recording studio or is this all just like with their fingers on the guitar? I, I don't Oh, uh, well, um, that they keep it real, as it were. Um, uh, you can perform the songs. <clears throat> perform live. Yeah, yeah. That they they perform all the songs live. Um, that they don't make use of uh, sequencers or anything like that. Oh. Um, you know that they they use these vintage instruments. You know, analog synthesizers, uh, mellotrons, uh, which are just notoriously and ridiculously expensive. Uh, and uh, and is that the things that when the guitarists standing there they they push a button with their toes and their feet no th th oh, those would be the effects else. pedals those are pretty okay. pretty <laughs> widely accessible um uh to to guitar players um uh, but uh but but they they make a habit of um you know having a solid live performance which you know very closely follows what it is that they recorded wow that's you know? talent it is that kind of shifts is. me a little bit in my oh, yeah. radio head that's a yeah. lot of talent one of the things that I, I listened to an interview of Tom York on uh, Fresh Air, an old interview, um, in preparation for this, and he was talking about how the song Idiotech, which is from the album uh -huh. K, that um, Johnny, another of the band members, right, 
brought him this like hour long musical electronic thing and he listened to it and there were like 45 seconds in there that caught his ear and that's what became yeah, yeah, Idiot yeah. Tech. And yeah, I was like yeah. 45 seconds yeah. out of that whole And he long picked hour. out that and turned that into that song. Uh -huh. huh. But during that time, like in between OK Computer and Kid A, you know, they as a band were trying to decide what direction they were going to go. Are they going to go rock? Are they going to go weird? Like, mm -hmm. what are they going to do? Tommy York was having like some writer's block issues yeah. and things like that. So Kid A is a little... And this I feel like it's like you love it or you hate it. Well, and uh, for, for, for me, Kid A, I, I don't know, it, it's it, it's a brave move, but it's one which, in my less than humble opinion, works. <laughs> you know, um, they had the ability to really kind of, you know, um, you know, milk the cash cow, as it were, sure. by, by, by continuing um, in that same, in the same line of OK Computer and, and producing more music like that. Mm -hmm. And then they take this other hard right turn you know mm -hmm. in it musically into uh, you know a completely different territory um and one which is awkward <laughs> but it works it, right. it, it 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 works and you know and kid a uh, and amnesiac which are, came out the following year yeah okay yeah and, and they were recorded in the same sessions mm -hmm. uh those two albums Really? Uh, they were recorded in the same session. So they just yes. recorded back to back and they just went on through. Yeah, well, now, they recorded all the songs. These are going into Kid A. These are going into Amnesiac. Right. Okay. But we want to move forward because we have another right turn that isn't so much about music uh -huh. as it is yes. about the music industry. Yes. So um, they had Hail to the Thief, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Then in 2007, they came out with an album called In Rainbows. And what they did was... They now they were always ahead of their time. Like they were one of the first bands to even have a website at all. Oh yeah. But really? they uh -huh. um <laughs> mm -hmm. but for this album, because at this point, like if you remember the early two thousands, there was Napster. There are all of these um ways to get music for free. Mm. Right? And lots of people, you know, stealing music, downloading music, whatever. Yes, our college years. Yes, basically. Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and that was really messing with the music industry. Did so, they like it or not like it? Well, they actually, uh, well, Father, why don't you talk about Well, um, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the, there were certainly a, a wide range of um, opinions as far as all that was concerned. Um, Radiohead um, took a lead from it. That it uh, that this is a way to you know perhaps stimulate interest, um, uh, hmm. you know um, it, it's and, and I don't recall them coming down you know hard on one side of the debate you know one way or the other you know I I, I know Metallica were you know dead set against it this oh, is yeah. this is piracy Sorry, and, 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 and and it's okay it's, 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 it's okay <laughs> just FYI it's okay and and um, and ultimately um, you know the you know, the court uh, and the, the industry sided with Metallica and, mm. and said, And okay. that's why all the laws are now. Exactly. Right. But what Radiohead did was release their album, because they knew people were going to download it Still anyway. anyways, yeah. So yeah. they released it, um, you know, from them and said, here's our album, pay whatever you want. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And uh, well, So pay what you like. They yeah. were the only band that did this at this time? Yeah. 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 Wow. That's generous and so did they lose money they actually made more money personally i mean most mm -hmm. people still didn't pay for the album but the average that they mm -hmm. that it costs like if you took everybody that downloaded yeah, yeah. it they ended up getting like eight dollars an album or whatever okay. yeah. later 2007 so, mm -hmm. but because they weren't going through the middleman and blah 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 they ended up making more money 
yeah. personally. Which, yeah. as, as far as a business move is concerned, was incredibly risky, incredibly risky but it, it also worked for them because of their fan base, because mm -hmm. of their loyal fan base. So this was albums eight or nine at this point, or seven or six. So it's like more of their halfway point where they've gotten their fan base, they know who loves them, yes. and they're like, yeah. you know what? We know that they're going to continue to love us. Yeah. And so we're going to take this risk. And But that is such yeah. a huge risk. That kind of makes me change a little bit on them, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Huh. Well, yeah. and one of the reasons why I wanted you to hear this band is because they're, like, they could have just been a one-hit wonder. A one-hit wonder. And yeah. instead, they've evolved and survived with creativity, constant creativity and change mm. and risk-taking. Well, you know, there are some bands who, uh, you know, just explode onto the scene and you know they're going to be great. Okay, the Beatles, case in point. <laughs> uh, you know, the, so they're for, yeah. The Beatles come out and uh, they are, and they're just, you know, um, an instant phenomenon uh, mm. and, uh, and they have staying power. And there are other uh, groups who kind of grow into greatness. And Radiohead is certainly one of those, you know, hmm. who, who grow into it, who adapt and, you know, become smarter, you know. But one of the things that keeps them interesting, I, I think that helps, is that their musical influences are from a lot of different places. Oh, yeah. And Father, we can just kind of shout bands and Rachel, you'll say, who's that? But mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we already mentioned Pink Floyd and the Beatles, of course. Yes. Um, I know who the Beatles are. <laughs> and mm -hmm. we mentioned you too, but mm -hmm. there were a lot of other... I know um... who they are. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, we started with those. Very good. But um, uh, Elvis Costello, Joy Division, um, mm -hmm. R.E.M., The Pixies, which is a big, oh, yeah. big band for a lot of 90s yeah. bands. Oh. One of my personal favorites. Really? Oh, yeah. We will do that I eventually. don't know who they are. <laughs> That's okay. But they I also just... draw from jazz and draw from classical, especially like contemporary classical. You, I've heard that classical part in yeah. the acoustic. Mm -hmm. Guitar, and I think that's one of the reasons why I did like the acoustic. But you, but you can hear, you know, hints of you know Charlie Mingus uh, mm -hmm. in um, in Kid A, like with the national anthem. It's like, okay, those are Mingus horns right there, mm. you know. And so, you know, pretty cool. I mean, hip hop, MIA. I mean, you can, yeah. you can. They don't only listen to one type of music, and so you can see those influences coming from, and mm -hmm. so. As they're being the influenced by so many different aspects, they are, their genre really can't stay to one. Is that a true statement? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. well, well, because they're, they're dealing with a much larger sonic palette. Um, uh, they, they really haven't limited themselves. Uh, and Have um, other people tried to categorize them? Um, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the music industry is always interested in that. <laughs> you, you know, it's like, well, you know, buy this rock album. Yeah, you, buy this, 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 this album. pop album. This is alternative rock. Right. And, you know, and, and so, um, and, and there's just no real safe way to do that. Mm. You can use the umbrella heading of rock for them, you know, but... But it, but you know, there's also pop and there's also post rock in there, and 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 then there electronic are things electronic and and, uh, and jazz and, mm -hmm. and 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 you know everything in between. You know, uh, so you know you really can't you know label them or put them in a box and put huh. them in a box. Yeah, you know? and I think that was for me being. 
not a box lover. You are a little bit of a box lover. <laughs> okay, I'm a box lover. It's okay. It's okay to be a box lover. That's okay. Where by the end of the, I would say not by the end of the week. It was probably around day three to four, mm -hmm. where I was just like, okay, I've given my chances. I've figured out this, this, and that. But I'm like, I'm still trying to categorize them. And I couldn't. And you can't. And that and was can't. just very frustrating personally for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. And yeah. so that's why, like, even now I'm still coming in. Do I like this group? Do I not like this group? But there's so much that I've learned within the past, you know, 10 minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> ooh, that is so cool yeah. that they gave their mm -hmm. music away and said, hey, customers, you pick the price. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought that was crazy. It's a trend cool. that they continued. I mean, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, do other people do it now? Uh, they're, uh, well, I, I know that in, uh, uh, for example, 2009, um, uh, Trent Reznor r recorded uh, an album, uh, The Slip, and uh, he didn't do the, you know, pay what you want to. He actually just gave it away. Uh, wow. he, put it, he put it up on the Nine Inch Nails website and said, this one's on me, guys. And so you too, you too did it also, and yeah. everybody got their album for free on their phones. Yeah, remember some that? people complained about that. People didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's, you said what's this album doing on my iPhone? They just automatically chose it. It wasn't like a choice. Yeah. yeah, of the download. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a good time, Rachel, um, for us to transition. I think into your thoughts about Radiohead, and uh, unless you have any more questions for Father what you how you would rate them on a scale of one to ten i have one other question let's okay. do it so 2007 that means they're around now right oh yes yeah so uh, do they plan to continue to produce more albums do they plan to continue yes. to venture into other avenues have yeah. you kind of heard interviews of them of where they're like "Ooh, we're giving you hints of where they're going to go next well a new album just came out in 2016 okay and they're on tour with that album right now playing at Coachella mm -hmm. um, they're playing yeah yeah they're playing some festivals um, as well as you know headlining you know their own shows and so um, you know they're they're just they're still in it and, and they're successful and they're yes. keep and they're keeping us guessing and so you know it's wonderful cool okay well um, I'm ready to kind of rate okay um, there's One a few, is throw it in the garbage. Throw in the garbage. Ten. Favorite. It's my new favorite. Um, so I'm gonna be honest. I can't give it a ten, but I can't also give it a one. Well, okay. so well, that, that does leave leave eight us other numbers. There's yeah. eight <laughs> other numbers where yeah. I think I'm just gonna go five. Okay. okay. I don't want to completely say I don't like it because there are some things that I've really enjoyed. I liked the mm. high and dry lyrics. I liked how they were communicating with their fans by saying, "Hey." Um, mm -hmm. we love you, you love us mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so well, I think five is good. And I think what, what I like about the five, which is kind of like, a, I don't know if I like it or not answer <laughs> it is. is that it leaves you open to, as you hear more of Radiohead, it took me a long time to appreciate them yeah. because like I said before, there aren't, it's not easy music and it's mm. not in the box music. So yeah. it might take you more than your seven days of one hour a day yeah. to decide what you really think about Radiohead, and that's okay. And that's what I think I, I text messaged you, I think, on day five. I was yeah. like, Allison, I think I need more than a week. <laughs> I, you I know, think that, there's some bands on, out there. Honestly, I need more than a week, and I feel like Radiohead was part of it. Yeah. Okay. Where now, even learning more, I kind of want to go back to listen to that whole album in together um, and things like well, that. Well, I think so. if you want to go back and listen to it, yeah. 
that that's a good sign. And that's yes. why I wanted to give it a five versus a four because <laughs> I wasn't yeah. a fan of the wailing of the guitar, yeah. especially <laughs> at the end of Karma Police uh, and we, just uh, so, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Father, for joining us and lending your love for Radiohead and your expertise about the band to our discussion. I had a lot of fun, and um, <laughs> I hope you come back for another group or something like that. Oh, he like is. That. Oh, really? <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking forward to it. Seriously, thank you for having me. Uh, this was just tons of fun. Um, uh, this, this is one of the great bright spots of my week. Uh, and Aww, so, that's sweet uh, of you. So, so thank you for having me. I, 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 I would love to come back. And, well, you are and, already and invited. <laughs> great. Awesome. If you, our audience, would like to follow along with Rachel's journey, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and, of course, uh, rate us and subscribe on iTunes. You can also hear our Radiohead playlist and the playlist for all the artists that Rachel's being exposed to by searching for Spotify colon user colon music she missed. Thanks so much for joining us this week and we hope you join us next week. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>